1: Mark Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. So we have a group called No Labels that says, we don't believe in labels. Isn't their title, No Labels, Mr. Reducer? I think it is. Now, we have a lot to talk about, but I want to address this for a minute. I watched this Larry Hogan and these others, this guy John Huntsman, Mansion, and they're being pushed by the media too. The media have been trashing Trump. They've been trashing DeSantis. My theory there, frankly, is they want to cripple DeSantis and then take out Trump and open the field for a more moderate Republican, whomever that may be. That's my theory, and I believe it's true. And some suckers in, in the various aspects of the party uh, are falling all over it. They're falling for it. But this whole thing about no labels, they talk about we need to find common ground. We need to find common ground. America expects us to get things done. I take the completely opposite point of view. Common ground with who? Who? For what? I have nothing in common with Joe Biden's agenda. Open borders, undermining police, choking the military. I have nothing in common with this agenda. Destroying women's sports. Their agenda is a radical Marxist agenda. Common ground. Bipartisanship. Republicans are always suckers for this kind of thing, aren't they? Common ground on critical race theory? Democrat Party supports it. Common ground on sexualizing our children? Well, that's the teachers' unions, and they're an appendage of the Democrat Party. The war on Catholics? The war on pro-lifers? I have anything in common with that. The Democratic Party is trying to monopolize our entire political system as communist parties do, as fascistic parties do. Oh, they want you to believe there's competition for elections. They don't mind a completely impotent Republican Party out there. You see them in various states. But that's not what we want. Common ground with our own destruction? Common ground with a party that's trying to destroy the Supreme Court. Common ground with a party that's trying to destroy the Electoral College so they never lose an election. Common ground with a party that trashes our founders. With a party that hates the Constitution. Common ground. This is what you get from the Larry Hogan's and the Asa Hutchison's. The Chris Christie's, the Chris Sununu's, you get a continuation of the same. It's not as in your face, it's not as aggressive, but it's the same. They don't want to engage in the culture wars. Well, we're in a culture war. We either fight back or we lose. We lose our classrooms, we lose our children, we lose our language, we lose our liberties. What do you mean you don't want to engage in it? We have to engage in it. We have to win it. So if you're dealing with a political party that hates America, that has hated America almost since its inception, that hated America so much it led a civil war against the country to defend slavery. It's been a hundred years after the civil war, Trying to block the Thirteenth, Fourteenth, and Fifteenth Amendments. Trying to block equality and due process. I have nothing in common with this. It wasn't that long ago when the Democrat Party was pushing eugenics, especially for Black people. Margaret Sanger. Hillary Clinton got the Margaret Sanger Award. She was very proud of it. She was a racial eugenicist. And gave a speech to the Klan in the South. Well, why are we celebrating that? What's the common ground? And what is the Democrat Party today? Promotes a Marxist agenda. Wants to centralize all decision-making in Washington. Wants to decide... What kind of products you can own, what kind of services you can have, what kind of life you're going to live, whether you're going to be destitute or not, inconvenienced, the quality of life, declining, common ground. You and I, We stand for liberty. That's our common ground. For this, we're called right-wingers and extremists by those who don't. We stand for a little r-Republicanism, constitutional Republicanism. They don't. They don't. We stand for a man being a man and a woman being a woman. They don't. We stand for a pre- free press. They stand for a state-run press. So this whole idea of common ground and bipartisanship, oh, it sounds so swell. But it's a ruse. It's a ruse. And we lose every time. And we cannot let the usual establishment Republicans, the rhinos, the frauds, fakes, and the phonies, we cannot allow them to use this kind of You know, propaganda about common ground and bipartisan. What? that's what the voters want. The voters want, if it's presented to them properly, at least most of us, to be left alone. To buy whatever kind of car we want. To raise our children, not with a village or a teacher union in the way. Want people to be able to have free speech on the internet. We want experts to be able to provide us with their best information. We don't want equity. Equality is what we want. And we want liberty. Common ground, let me be very clear about this. We must obliterate the Democrat Party, not appease it. It is the enemy, like any other enemy. But it's a more dangerous enemy. It's a more complex and daunting situation. Because within the United States, it uses liberty to destroy liberty, it uses the Constitution to destroy the Constitution, it uses the wealth and prosperity created by capitalism to empower government and destroy capitalism. It's the enemy. There is no common ground, unless you're prepared to surrender and have some surface-level accommodationist viewpoint of that enemy. I'm not trying to be provocative. I'm very realistic. I am very practical. But Mark, you're a conservative activist. And what does that mean? It means I believe in our country in her founding, in her founding document, the Declaration, in her founding governing document, the Constitution. I believe in these things. I mean, it's what all Americans should believe in. So no labels, they say, no labels. They want to take out DeSantis, and they're working very hard on this. In other words, they want to weaken him and cripple him. They want to take out Donald Trump and imprison him before we even get to vote. It's essentially what the prosecutor said to the court last week. No, we don't want to move the election till after, excuse me, the prosecution till after the election. Well, they seek to put Trump in prison. So they want to put him in prison while the election's going on. Can you make common ground with that? Of course not. So I have a completely different view of the situation and what must be done. Republican establishment wants to be called bipartisan, even if it means sitting back and watching the destruction of America. It's appeasement. and We've had enough of it. These are quizlings. What's that, Mark? Google it. We need patriots. We need statesmen. We need leaders. We need people who are going to speak out. That's what we need. So when you look at these Republicans running, put aside all the propaganda, and by that I mean even from the other campaigns, the personal attacks, this is all done because each one of them wants to win. But you need to take a sober look at each one of these people. Not what they tell you to look at, but what you decide to look at. And you need to make a a decision. Who's capable of saving this country? And who will say one thing and then sell us out the next day? If we don't win this election, and then immediately thereafter set our sights, on neutralizing the Democrat Party, uh, the future's dim. The Democrat Party, as I said to you, is more than a party. It's more than a political party, it's more than a cultural party. It is the government party, or as I call it, the state party, backed by the state media, backed by the massive, indestructible, it seems, administrative state. These are all the signs and characteristics of totalitarianism. So I thought I would lay that out, make it clear. It'll all be it is all in the book, Democrat Party Hates America. This isn't about making some kind of superficial arrangement with them. They have no interest in that. They're trying to destroy us. They call you names. They hate your faith. They're destroying the nuclear family. I mean, how much more of this we're going to take? No labels. No, we need labels. Right from wrong. Good from evil. Liberty versus tyranny. No, we need labels. I'll be right back.
0: Mark Levin.
1: If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com I want you to listen to this. Representative Pramilia Jayapal, she runs the group, the caucus in the House, the so-called Progressive Caucus, in other words, the out of the closet Marxists, and this is what she said Saturday, um, during one of these leftist op- organizations, Netroots Nation. Cut one, go.
2: When I say something as somebody that's been in the streets and and has participated in a lot of demonstrations, I think I want you to know that we have been fighting to make it clear that Israel is a racist state that the Palestinian people deserve self-determination and autonomy that the dream that the dream of a two-state solution is slipping away from us that it is not that it does not even feel possible it does not even feel possible and i want you to know that while you may while you may have arguments with with whether or not some of us on stage are fighting hard enough. I do want you to know that there is an organized opposition on the other side, and it isn't the people that are on this stage. I, 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 I'll just this. Maybe I should just walk off. Hey guys, can I say something? Can I say something as somebody that's been in the streets? All right, we already and, heard this. And...
1: Um, you want to find common ground with her? You want to find bipartisanship with her? This constant attack on Jews by the Democrats is really a sign of how vile and totalitarian that party is. You do not see it in the Republican Party. You do not. She's not the only one. There's Omar. There's Talib. Here's Omar. Cut to go.
3: We definitely need people who know what it's like to experience occupation, whether it is in Ukraine or Palestinian people who have now experienced occupation and displacement for 75 years.
1: So in other words, since the establishment of the state of Israel, the Palestinians The Palestinians have found displacement. I want to get into this more when we return. I'll be right back. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774 gold ira That's 8774-GOLD-IRA, 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. The only
0: show with a warning label, The Liberals, The Mark Levin Show. Call him now at 877-381-3811. I'm
1: definitely a trendsetter, which is shocking to me, especially when it comes to clothing definitely a trendsetter. More and more people on Fox are now wearing ties. My buddy Hannity doesn't wear a tie anymore. The guests don't wear it. And by the way, I'm all for that. I hate ties. I hate them. They're stupid. Particularly when it's 100 degrees out. It makes no sense to me. It's like you see these old pictures. People going swimming. It looks like they're wearing uh, overalls. 110 years ago and so forth. I just want to reiterate something. You heard Jayapal You heard Omar, you've heard Talib in the past. You hear Charles Barkley today with his racist comments. I guess it was yesterday. Which disappoints me. I used to like the guy. But I don't like him anymore. You're going to be a thug, then uh, there's plenty of thugs out there. Things need to be labeled. They need to be labeled. There's good, there's bad. There's liberty, there's tyranny. There's men, there's women. There's anti Semites like Jayapal. There's men, there's men's sports, women's sports. The claim that by these people that only they are listening to the public is typical of self righteous movements and people. It is. We've been listening to the people. What do you think I do here all day? Or a lot of people listening to the people. What's that have to do with anything? But how do you reach common ground on CRT, sexualizing children, and all the rest? So I have a completely different view. Mine lines up with Scalia. We played that audio for you last week. The government is set up for gridlock, for shared power, for slow action. The entire Constitution, that's how it works or doesn't. And there's a lot more down the road I want to say about this. Uh, it's just ridiculous. So, this is the latest ruse. It's the latest ruse. It's what it is. And uh, I wouldn't get caught up in it too much. I don't have a problem. Politically, you can run as as whatever you wish. You know. Um, Go for it. And typically, these sorts of things... Well... I don't know if that's true, actually. When uh, when a major third-party candidate, Perot, he actually hurt George H.W. Bush, Bush and helped elect Bill Clinton. So I also think maybe some of that's going on. I don't trust the Democrat Party. They're power at all costs. They've gone a long way in destroying our electoral system. I don't trust them. So it's, it's quite conceivable that this is something they want done. But given the extreme radicalism of the Democrat Party, it's, it's overlay with American Marxism. It's use of the criminal system to go after people they disagree with, citizens, as well as Donald Trump, their use of an opposition, their use of, of uh, espionage tactics and monitoring people and censoring people from public social platforms, monitoring a million people accidentally, of course. 300% increase in the monitoring of American citizens by this administration. Federal judge lays it out what this administration has been doing to destroy Free speech in the First Amendment. It's also trying to destroy the Second Amendment and other aspects of the Constitution. The Constitution means nothing if we don't have virtuous people. Freedom, as John Adams said, means nothing if we don't have virtue. Freedom to do all kinds of things. Freedom in and of itself... Is not great. Individual freedom in a civil society is great. Freedom of some in some countries to murder people, to rape people, to steal from people, that's not great. It's the civil society, law and order, a justice system that is fair and equal. Not perfect, fair and equal. That's where liberty counts. So, none of these people will ever come on here. They'll never come on my Fox show. They'll never come on my Blaze show. They won't come on my Westwood One radio show. They're not going to. I wish they would. Because I want to have this discussion with them. What does it mean, no labels? What is the suggestion there? And what do you mean by extremism? You and I, we're not extreme. We endorse our history. We endorse our founding. We endorse our independence, Declaration of Independence and Constitution. We endorse our economic system. We love the idea of a traditional family. We love all these things. Why are we extreme? It's the other side that lights a match to all of it. They're extreme. The Republican Party never supported eugenics. Horrendous. Republican Party, as weak as it is, never supported abortion on demand, which really is a form of eugenics, if you think about it. The Republican Party didn't start a civil war to support slavery. Just to point this out again, and this is all in the book. The great Franklin Roosevelt. You have these phony historians. They're really politicians or political partisans. Who go on TV. They become part of these docu-series type events. Um, Doris Kern Goodwin, you know, she's all over the place. Oh, she's so fantastic. Her husband was a big-time Democrat. Work for Lyndon Johnson, as I recall. They put together what I consider this phony documentary on Franklin Roosevelt, and they cover up all of his uh, outrageous behaviors and conduct. Do you know what FDR did for black people? Our longest serving president. You know what he did for black people? Nothing. Virtually nothing. Nothing. Would't even sign a federal anti-lynching law in 1940? Nothing That's the truth. And yet, what do the typical historians tell us today? Is this great leader of whom exactly he 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 imposed on the nation a different kind of economic system. He empowered the central government like nobody before. That's why they like Roosevelt. That's why they like Lyndon Johnson, who was a horrendous human being. Horrendous. The way he treated women, the way he treated blacks, the way he treated people generally. Sleazy man. But he's one of their icons. Why? Massively grew the government. Lyndon Johnson didn't have an epiphany and suddenly turned from a racist right into the early 1960s to a civil rights leader with the 1964 Civil Rights Act. That's not what happened. Even his own biographers tell you that's not what happened, and yet that's the propaganda that's out there. The New York Times. The most reliable state media imaginable. It is a mouthpiece for the Democrat Party. Simply no question about it. And always has been. Always has been. We read things in the New York Times, they're regurgitated through other media outlets. This is what we're fed. Is there another corporation on the face of the earth, media or otherwise, that could survive the bloody history of the New York Times? No. But it has to be protected. Why? Because it's a crucial, it's an essential propaganda tool of the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is the state, the New York Times is Pravda. It's that simple. They play the game. They play the game. But that's who they are. So to me, it's not a question of no labels. To me, it's a question of more labels. Accurate labels from us. They call us all kinds of stuff. When I sit here behind this microphone and I talk about Marxism, economic socialism, these are factual they're definitional. It's not spin. It's not propaganda. It is what it is. In fact, I try to peel away this the propaganda, don't I? Nobody was calling these people Marxists until you folks got American Marxism and we talked about it for about a year. Now senators and congressmen were are afraid to use the word, instead they would use progressives, radical progressives, radical liberals, What are, socialists. Now they use it. And we have to become aware of the language, why we and I use certain words, make certain arguments, and even put the title on a book, The Democrat Party Hates America. This is something that needs to become part of our mindset. Of our explanation to other people. Of our understanding of what's going on in the country. No labels is just a place where the gutless mansion, huntsmen, other frauds and phonies want to go. And they throw us in with the left... These are people who can't get elected. Huntsman wanted to be a president. President, He failed. Then he became the ambassador. It was, I think, to China for a period of time under Obama. Just because that guy has no principles doesn't mean you and I should join him or even agree with him. Language is crucial. So what's happening here with the whole no labels propaganda and campaign you're seeing on TV, which is a very small percentage of the body politic, but it's being pushed very hard by the media now. They are trying to control how you think. They're trying to control what you say. There's a lot of people out there who who are not listening to me, who don't listen to any radio, don't watch any TV. They're really not engaged. And when they hear people say, people are sick of the two extremes, They're looking for something better. They want to get things done. Common sense this, common sense that. They're drawn to it. Like flies are drawn to a Venus flytrap. They're drawn to it. We have some serious work to do in this country. We need to elect people who have the guts, the gumption, the intelligence, the wherewithal, the fortitude, you name it. To engage, to beat this back, to push this back. That is what's happening to our country and who's doing it. Now, we don't need less labels, we need more labels. I'll be right back. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Don't forget, I will be on Hannity tonight. I don't even know if I mentioned this. Around 9.30 p.m. Eastern. It is the first day of the rest of your life. No, it's the first day of their new primetime lineup, Sean is he's, Sean is sort of the, uh, the steady Eddie there. And so he's on at 9. It's a perfect time. And uh, he asked me, oh, come on, every week, twice a week. I said, no, 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 no. So I try and do it every two or three weeks. Now, on Life, Liberty, and Levin on Sunday, you'll note that I took aim at Chris Christie. Because Chris Christie defends Christopher Ray, They were friends when they both worked at the Department of Justice under George W. Bush. Tells you a lot about Christie. And I went through chapter and verse of all the outrageous, outrageous behavior by the FBI when Chris Ray, as Chris Ray has been sitting there since 2017. It's still going on. It's going on in a horrific way. He had to agree to send those SWAT team members to Mar-a-Lago. He hasn't objected to the Merrick Garland, the infamous memo against parents in this country. You can go down the list. He's done basically what Biden directs him to do, what Garland directs him to do, what Jack Smith directs him to do. And Christie says that's fine. Well, you know what? He should join the no-labels movement. Then he says, based on a uh, provocative question, uh, he could beat Donald Trump's ass in a UFC cage. First of all, can you imagine this guy putting on shorts and going into that cage without a shirt, Mr. Producer? Uh, And by the way, he'd be winded in about 24 seconds. But what kind of a stupid comment is that? That just shows you the guy's a punk. And his entire candidacy is based on torpedoing one of two men, Trump or DeSantis. That's it. It's not a presidential candidate. That's a political assassin. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. During the break, I'm looking for my glasses. I can't find my damn glasses. I know they're here, Mr. Producer. I put them somewhere. But I can't find them. Hey, revolt. So I'll be bouncing in the walls like uh, Joe Biden. Trump with uh, Maria Bartiroma last night. What would he do about Russia and Ukraine. Cut three. Go
0: You could end the war in Ukraine in 24
1: hours. Yes. I How do. would you do that? Uh, I know Zelensky very well. I felt he was very honorable because when they asked him about the perfect phone call that I made, he said it was indeed. Per- he, he said it was. He didn't even know what they were talking about. He could have grandstanded. Oh, I felt threatened. Well, that's not going
3: to be enough for Putin to
1: stop bombing. No, Ukraine. no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I, what I'm saying is that I know Zelensky very well and I know Putin very well, even better and I had a good relationship very good with both of them I would tell Zelensky no more you got to make a deal I would tell Putin if you don't make a deal we're going to give him a lot we're going to give more than they ever got if we have to I will have the deal done in one day one day you don't have to agree with that I agree with a lot of that and I will tell you it's just it's so refreshing And he's like five levels above Joe Biden. It's just incredible. It really is. Now compare that to what Kamala Harris said at the Rainbow Push Coalition Convention in Chicago. I didn't even know this existed anymore. I didn't even know it existed anymore. I don't even hear, we don't hear from Jesse Jackson. Is he even around anymore? I don't know. Nor do I care. Cut four, go.
3: In this moment, across our country, Mm. we are witnessing hard-fought, hard-won freedoms under full-on attack by extremist, so-called leaders.
1: All right, let's stop a second. You know, the Democrat Party probably (laughs) and it never takes a break. They always project what they're doing onto anybody and everybody else. They're dismantling our republic. They're dismantling our civil society. They're dismantling our voting system. They're dismantling our culture. This is who they are. That's what they believe in. And so when you stand up against it, you say, wait a minute. It is you. It is we, you see, who are the threat. What hard-fought freedoms is she talking about? First of all, she hasn't fought hard for anything. She's a dingbat. And that's why she's in trouble right now. She wasn't picked because she was brilliant. Accomplished. We know why she was picked. Biden will tell you why she was picked. He wanted the first black woman vice president. That's what he wanted. He didn't want the smartest The most capable, the most experienced. Go ahead.
3: Extremists have an agenda. An agenda to divide us as a nation. Now that's pretty
1: funny. Mag extremists, isn't that funny? White supremacists, isn't that funny? Critical race theory, isn't that funny? We don't want to divide anybody. Wanna be left the hell alone. So when you stand up the Marxism, when you stand up the racism, when you stand up to the sexualizing of your children, when you stand up to their teachers union, when you stand up to their phony experts like Fauci in Washington, DC, they're the ones shutting down social media sites. They're the ones abusing the law and power. We're the ones trying to divide. Go.
3: An agenda to attack the importance of diversity and equity and inclusion. First of all,
1: nobody's attacking the importance of diversity, except the Democrats. Now, ladies and gentlemen, who was it that was standing in the Harvard schoolway doors to stop Asians from getting entry? The Democrats. Not us. And by the way, in, 19, in the 1920s, Harvard did the same thing to Jews. So did Yale. So did Princeton. All these sanctuaries, if you will, for the Democrat Party and the left, Ivy Leagues. They did it. Wasn't the plumber, wasn't the electrician or the truck driver back then. Wasn't the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. It was them. They did it. Equity, nobody fought for equity. Equity is a Marxist principle. Notice they don't talk about equality under the law. That's so yesterday. Go ahead.
3: The unity of the rainbow coalition. These extremists wrote legislation and brought litigation to the United States Supreme Court, the Court of Thurgood, in 2013. Stop,
1: Stop. She forgot his last name, didn't she, Mr. Producer? The Court of Thurgood? Yes, yeah, she did. Thurgood Marshall. She forgot his last name. The Court of Thurgood. Nobody says of Thurgood Marshall, Thurgood. Go ahead.
3: LBV Holder to destroy hard fought, hard won rights around the the legitimate responsibility a government has to ensure that the people have unfettered access to the ballots.
1: I have no idea what this means. She's talking about the Voting Rights Act of nineteen sixty five. the court concluded that one section of the act had run its course. That is, that there was no evidence of systemic racism against blacks anymore in the states that were covered under the Voting Rights Act almost a half a century earlier. And what had happened is the Civil rights division that's run by the Democrats, they kept expanding its application. They even included some counties in Pennsylvania. Why? They wanted to federalize the elections. So the court looks at the data that is supposedly used by the Department of Justice and says, You haven't proven anything. There is no systemic racism applied. To the ballot box and vote. And the proof is in the pudding. You don't see hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people complaining that they're denied the right to vote. We saw this in Georgia. where they said that what the Georgia legislature was doing, the Republican legislature, in trying to close some of the fraud loopholes and yet liberalizing other aspects of the vote, they said we will deny people the right to vote. There's been a survey since then, and, and data extracted from the vote that was taken a year ago. And it's a lie. It's not true. None of that happened. None of it. In fact, the blacks who were interviewed were more supportive of the system that the Republicans have put in place than the white people. By a tiny margin, but nonetheless... So she gets up there and starts screaming that because this is what Democrats do. They don't want Jim Crow to be over. It doesn't help them. The thing that damages the Democrat Party most is if we get along. If there's no real racism. Systemic or government-oriented racism. If we get along then what's the purpose of the Democrat Party? If we are a free people who can think for ourselves, act for ourselves, participate in a market economy, there's no point of having a Democrat Party. Is there? Cut five, go.
3: The Dobbs decision... Last year, when the court took away a constitutional right that had been recognized from the people of America, from the women. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, nobody took anything away from anybody except the radical abortionists who take life away from little babies who cannot defend themselves and don't have their own little baby lobbying organization. An entire industry has grown around abortion. Planned Parenthood, founded by the eugenicist. Margaret Sanger. Abortion clinics. Abortion doctors. The whole industry that's been built around this. But the main reason the Democrats support it, as I explained to you and is in my new book, is because the most reliable, by far, voting block they have not blacks not jews although they're reliable single women without children this is how they prevented the republicans winning a landslide in the lex- last election midterms this is how they've made progress in the suburbs that's the voting bloc. It's also why Biden will do anything he can on student loans, because a significant percentage of those, those individuals, and what I should have said is young, single, childless women. Because he is using your tax dollars and the power of government to strengthen his base. Now, she's up there screaming about abortion. But the Democrat Party has sought to do, twice now, is not codified Roe, it's codified North Korea. It's even worse than North Korea, in many respects. We have 50 states, we have territories. The Democrat Party tried to pass a bill... Claiming it codifies Roe well, Roe does not provide a a fill in a blank in the third trimester if you want to abort just abort and have a good old time no says the the government actually has a right to regulate that that 's roe it 's a preposterous decision, but nonetheless the Democrat bill said, ready for this? no. Obstacle of any kind whatsoever, including with a minor, no parental notification, which exists in almost every state, no parental notification, it was upheld by the Supreme Court in the Pennsylvania case. No parental notification, no waiting period, nothing. No limit on when you can have an abortion, right up to birth. That was in their legislation. Again, in the Democrat Party, hates America. They want you to believe they just went to the status quo. No, they didn't. So she talks about a woman's right to choose. And this is the other thing that's amazing to me. I don't, I didn't think we believed in women per se. That's what we learned from Justice Jackson. That's what we learn from the Democrats. We don't use the term, the phrase, the word woman. Anyone can be a woman, and anyone can be a man. Anyone could be a woman, and anyone could be a man. Right? So, what's this women's right? Whenever it comes to... We appointed the first woman XYZ, then we're supposed to believe in women, right? Or v- legislation to protect women from victimization, then we're supposed to believe in women. There were a thousand other instances where the Democrats take credit for this or that involving women. Except you're not supposed to recognize women. They've destroyed the entire athletic system for women and girls without a peep from the feminist movement without a peep go ahead
3: America took the right of every woman to make decisions about her own body not having Nobody the government took the
1: right of any woman to make decisions about anything maybe it's a little bit more complicated but it's an amazing thing. The people who set up bureaucracy, all the red tape, whether it's the DMV or the IRS or whatever, and it literally takes hours, if not days, if not weeks, to get matters resolved. They have no patience when it comes to snuffing out another life. None. has to be done, done immediately, and done at the demand of the she, or is it it? But this is, this, is, this is who they are, and this is what they do. I'll be right back.
0: Mark Levin.
1: You know what companies are looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news, and for new and current Pure Talk customers. PureTalk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered PureTalk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and now 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just $20 a month, folks. This is why I love PureTalk that also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Podcast and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. There is a, uh, a very important piece in The Federalist by somebody I don't know. I think I've spoken to him once in my life, David Harsani. He's terrific. We're not going to have time this segment, but after the bottom of the hour, just to show you how this works. Joe, not Tuberville, meaning Biden, brought the culture war to the military. Again, you have individuals who are prepared to fight for the culture, which means the country, your family, faith, morals, our institutions. That's all it means, which means everything. And Tuberville, when it comes to the military at least, he's standing strong, so he's coming under attack. It's come under attack, of course, by the administration, the media, all the media, as well as rhinos. Some of our friends in the military who want those promotions. So why? Is, so why is he doing what he's doing? He's not anti-military, and so this piece explains why he's doing. What he's doing. He says, it explains who it is who's responsible for what's taking place inside the military. You know who's destroying the American military? The military brass. Because they are just as political as the last Biden administration official who talked to them. And it's too bad General Kelly and General Mattis and the other generals aren't out there condemning this. There's still Casey Kelly attacking Trump. Bizarre. I'll be right back. You know what companies looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger... Take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. It also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Podcast and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today.
0: Mark Levin, speaking to the four of the five Americans who are literate at 877-381-3811.
1: All right, here's this piece by uh, Harsani. Since February, Alabama Republican Tommy Tuberville has been using a senatorial hold to block personnel moves by the U.S. military that require... Senate confirmation. The media and Democrats are very upset at Tuberville that he's, quote, waging an unprecedented campaign, unquote, and embroiling our vital national defense policy in the culture war. Joe Biden claims that Republicans are, quote, injecting into fundamental foreign policy decisions what in fact is a domestic social debate on social issues is bizarre, which is totally irresponsible. That's the broken English that... Joe Biden spews. Well, I don't know much about Tommy Tuberville, and neither do I, by the way. The president has it backward. It was Biden and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, not any Republican, who broke with 45 years of policy last year by instituting effective reimbursements for elective abortions by military independence. It's just as true to say, probably truer, that the president is the one holding up military promotions by unilaterally trashing policy that has been in place since 1980. One of the implications of most stories covering the military hold illustrates the radically rightward shift and unprecedented fanaticism of Republican politics. This, too, is backward. Biden, who supported the Hyde Amendment, a law banning federal funds to pay for abortion, from 1976 to 2019, is an exemplar of the hard-left cultural lurch of the modern left. Biden had not merely gone along with the Hyde Amendment as a means of compromising with Republicans back in the 80s and 90s. Until the past couple of decades, the abortion debate wasn't neatly divided by party, and Biden, purportedly a devout Catholic, had to keep conservative working-class Delawarean voters happy. 1994, the future president wrote a letter to a constituent bragging that he had voted against abortion funding on 50 occasions. Like most things Biden says, this was probably untrue. But he did vote to save the Hyde Amendment repeatedly over the decades. Biden also voted against allowing Medicaid to fund abortions, even for victims of rape and incest. He supported a Jesse Helms Amendment that would have prohibited using federal funds for abortions and abortion research or training. Biden voted numerous times to prohibit the federal employees health benefits program from funding abortions for government workers. Indeed, Biden was consistently, quote, injecting into fundamental foreign policy decisions what, in fact, is a domestic social debate on social issues, unquote. He didn't merely support banning public funding for abortion in the United States. He wrote an amendment to the Foreign Assistance Act for years referred to as the Biden Amendment that barred U.S. foreign aid from being used in any research related to abortions. 1984, Biden supported the Mexico City policy, banning federal funding for private organizations that provide abortions, advocate to decriminalize abortion or expand abortion services. Even on June 5, 2019, not long after his 2020 presidential campaign kickoff, Biden publicly reaffirmed his support for the for the Hyde Amendment. The very next day, after some criticism from primary opponents, the spineless candidate changed his position and denounced the Hyde Amendment. Can you believe that? For what it's worth, virtually every poll on the question of, fund, of public funding for abortion, even ones that offer misleading framing of the issue, find most Americans support banning taxpayer funding, for abortions. Poll support doesn't mean much in my book, he says, Harsani, but it does put to rest the idea that Tupperbill is taking on some kind of fanatical position outside the mainstream. Then again, today, Biden, the man who twice voted for partial birth abortion bans and once supported overturning Roe v. Wade backs state funded abortions on demand from conception to crowning for any reason, including eugenics. And sex-selective abortion, for the first time in history, wants to implement the policy in the United States military. Bizarre indeed. Bizarre indeed. Why is that? Because Joe Biden has been a chameleon politician his entire life. And in order to become president of the United States... He cut his deal with Bernie Sanders. They probably want something like this. Bernie, you're not going to win anyway. But you don't have to. I'm going to incorporate your ideological agenda into mine. I must have the support of the progressives, a.k.a. the Marxists within the Democrat Party to win the nomination and to win the election. When he won the nomination, ladies and gentlemen, he went from there to create, remember that 110-page policy document. He appointed Bernie Sanders supporters and other Democrat socialists. That's what they call themselves officially. Throughout these various committees, they came up with this, this document. And he didn't change a word. He supported the whole thing. He's now instituting it across the government. Biden is being lobbied. Here's some news I'll break to you. It's also in the book. By the progeny of New Deal bigwigs, including Roosevelt himself, but Hopkins and others. To be like Franklin Roosevelt, to even be bigger. That secret meeting he had with these phony historians, including Michael Dyson, told him to do the same thing. What Biden found was, was becoming increasingly popular among the elites. He's always wanted to be among the, the intelligentsia because he's a dumps, he's a moron, and he also knew that whether he campaigned from his basement. No matter what his physical and mental condition, the 25th Amendment would never be used against him. He's just doing too much for the radical left. And he's their guy. He's destroying the United States military. He's destroyed the Border Patrol on ICE. He's destroyed the Department of Justice and the FBI beyond where it already was. But he's the one that launched the culture war at the Pentagon. And it's the top brass there who are destroying our military from within. If you're communist China, you're a big Lloyd Austin fan. You're a big General Milley fan. You're a big Biden fan. They cannot believe their good luck. They cannot believe their good luck when we unilaterally disarm when well, we unilaterally refuse to increase our military to keep up with theirs? He cannot believe his good luck, she It's amazing, isn't it? This Tuberville thing, of course, Jake Tapper talked about his comments about white nationalists and so forth. Actually, Tuberville sounded like Joe Biden of old to me. I don't like it. But the Democrat Party and the state media. They'll shine a light on one and not the other. Today, of course, Joe Biden is the great civil rights leader. And to hear Kamala Harris screech as she does and did. About what the Republicans are doing. How we're destroying the military. And how when the House Republicans pass, the NDAA, without trans rights, without abortion rights, without funding for abortion, they are hurting our national security. They're tearing the country apart. They're stealing hard-gained freedoms, they say. I don't know. I don't think most of the civil rights leaders of the past, I don't think most of the black community thinks that transgender rights was part of the civil rights movement. That men being women and women being men was part of the civil rights movement. I don't think they think that for a minute. But Kamala will say it anyway. Just a little footnote, and I normally wouldn't even tell you this, but just to expose this operation that's called Mediite. I call it Mediocreite. It's a one way site that endlessly attacks Fox, Fox hosts, conservatives, Republicans, Trump, DeSantis, me, others. But I thought uh, last night was particularly pathetic and I exposed them constantly because they deserve to be exposed. I do my monologue as you know, I'm passionate. Apparently I didn't even notice there was a piece of paper in my hand and I quickly dropped it and quickly picked it up. And they essentially say, you know, I got so angry that I dropped the piece of paper. That was quite a stunning revelation in that story. Wasn't it Mr. Producer? Well, many of you have commented on this. I'll just tell you a minor neurological issue. So from time to time, my hands shake. Sometimes my head will shake. Not a lot, just a little. Trust me, it's more annoying to me than it is to you. And, uh, as the neurologists out there know, there's some medicine for this, so I take it from time to time, but not all the time. That's why the piece of paper dropped. Nothing to do with anger or anything else. Maybe you ask wipes over there at Mediocre, right? or to get real jobs. I'll be right back.
0: love, Levin.
1: You know what companies looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and now 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk, that also happens to be veteran owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost a $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LevinPodcast to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L E V I N Podcast. And make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. By the way, I want to thank you, folks. After my uh, Life, Liberty, and Live-In program, so many of you went over to Amazon.com. You gave Chris Rufo a huge push, which is good. This guy is, he really is historic in many ways in what he's done, as are others, but... He deserves a shout-out. He's written a fantastic book, and many of you ordered my book as well, The Democrat Party Hates America. I can already see the growing opposition out there, not even among Democrats as much, and we'll get there, the media. You'll see what I'm talking about. But Republicans, can't we all get along? Look at the book. I mean, I wouldn't to get Democrat votes for that? Well, first of all, you got to read it, because we're not even talking about people who are registered Democrat and voting Democrat, although I have to wonder why, under these circumstances, particularly if you love your country, because that party does not. Now, this is, this is aimed directly where it needs to be aimed. And I want to tell you something. Even though Simon & Schuster is attacked from time to time, they didn't object to anything. I put in this book. They didn't object to the title of the book. They're 100% behind the book. And they will take some S for backing the book. Because most of the publishing world and most of the author world are not made up of people like you and me. It's like Hollywood, if you will. Or the media, if you will. So uh, that's a big deal. And I want to thank them. We're published under the Threshold Editions, which is one of two of their conservative units. Well, they have liberal units, too. It's not like we're the reptiles at the zoo, I'm just saying. And uh, they've truly done a fantastic job. They really have. The people at Threshold, second to none. Second to none. And when I finally finished this book, you know when I finished this book, Mr. Producer, and all the editing, one o'clock this morning, and I had to get it out today, overnight because the printers, none of these publishers own their own printing house, you know, their own uh, printing shops. We're in line to get this thing printed, and we're printing a hell of a lot of books. So there you go. out off the presses. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks?
0: Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
1: Hello, America. Mark Levin here. I'll be on Hannity tonight, Uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, give or take. We're on prime time all the time here. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? We're prime time. 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That's prime time. Here we be. Up against baseball. Up against hockey in the past. Up against it all. All comers, and we do just fine. friend of mine, Arthur Ferguson. Arthur goes back, and I go back with him a long way in the regular ministry. He was one of the lawyers in 1970, I think it was 76, maybe it was 74, I think it was 76 in the Buckley v. Vallejo case, fighting for the First Amendment and free speech against government. He and Senator Buckley at the time, among others. And he said, I'm going to send you a list Of things that I think should be on the first day agenda for any Republican who wins. The presidency. God willing, he says. Subject to many additions, of course. And I thought some of this was very compelling. Number one, dismiss all U.S. attorneys. Including the Southern District of New York. George W. Bush waited for some and created unnecessary conflict. Just fire them. Number two... Revoke security clearances for the 51 so-called national security experts, the former experts who signed that letter about the laptop and politicized intelligence. The last time it was done, there was conflict because of delay. Get it done on the first day. Eliminate it. Number three, immediately revoke the security clearance for Merrick Garland. Dismiss all but one of the Senate confirmees in the Department of Justice, and in all, every other department. Because you have to have someone who had something. So pick the least offensive until you get your team in there. But he's saying, fire them all. Dismiss all the top brass immediately at the Department of Justice, but one. And all of them in every other department. Clean them out immediately. Number four, obey the law and release all the COVID-19 communications, all of them, that took place in the executive branch. Revoke Anthony Fauci's security clearance immediately. This is on day one. Number five, president should direct the release of every piece of evidence and all communications, including internal Department of Justice emails concerning the Hunter Biden investigation. Give the Department of Justice 10 days to scrub 6E information. That's grand jury information. Make sure that only what has to be removed is removed on the first day. Number six, direct an investigation of Hunter Biden to determine what criminal prosecutions may be pursued still. Same with Joe Biden. Focus on, among other things, on the gift tax violations. And the failure to file tax returns on those. Number seven. The so-called radical Catholic memorandum dismiss anyone who approved the issuance of that memorandum as well as its authors. By the way, I got to thinking. The great Justice Anthony Scalia would have been on this investigation list as a possible white supremacist domestic terrorist. He attended a Catholic church in Great Falls, Virginia, and one in Washington that used the old Latin. And that, of course, as we know, was the, was the basis on which the FBI determined uh, that there must be some kind of white supremacy going on here. Number eight, direct that private advice by the FBI to social media To cease publishing items, be stopped except for national security information. Dismiss the 81 agents who acted as well as all superiors who directed or approved the actions. And release all their emails involved. All of them. Number nine. By the way, do you think Chris Christie would do any of this? Think Asa Hutchinson would do any of this? I think there's only two of them who would do this. Trump and DeSantis. Number nine, direct all communications, including all internal communications, relating to the parents as to make to terrorist in that memorandum and dismiss everyone who approved it or was involved in it in any way. Number 10, advise the top 350 corporations in America. That they have 30 days to dismiss all employees without proper residency authority papers, after which DOJ will prosecute companies for conspiracy to violate our immigration laws and pursue disbarment of any lawyers who refuse. Number 11 announced that no one who wants to cross the border without contemporaneously presenting him or herself. To the authorities, will ever be granted permission to stay in the United States. This is my buddy Arthur Ferguson. By the way, former federal prosecutor. Number 12, detail all the extra IRS agents to the border. Those 87,000, because the president can't cut them himself, they got to defund them. He's saying, okay, send those agents to the border, preferably the southern border. To act as hearing agents for claims of asylum, which are to be determined immediately upon entrance to the United States, rather than what the Obama administration is doing is releasing them. Can you come back in three years, please? Pretty please? Number 13, direct the Department of Energy to change the available loan, excuse me, Department of Education, to change the available loan amounts to eliminate the increase in college administrative costs beyond inflation and go back 10 years to do it. Number 14. Present a bill to Congress to double the statute of limitations for wrongdoing relating to pandemic funding. That's a great one. Number 15. Put together a DOE, Department of Education, DOJ, Department of Justice Task Force to criminally investigate colleges and universities that violate the civil rights of their students and faculty. Start with Portland State University and continue with every school that tries to backdoor racial preferences. Use the civil rights laws and seek debarment where available. That is, debar them from receiving any federal funds. Sixteen. Direct the Department of Education to treat trans men as women as ineligible to play women's sports as a violation of Title IX of the Civil Rights Act. Issue an executive order to protect college sports women in the interim. 17. You liking these, Mr. Rediffa? If they're scrubbing for sources and methods, release the advice given by the military to bug out Biden on leaving Afghanistan. Biden said they told him it was okay to depart. That was a lie. The blood of 13 is on Biden's hands. And I might say tens of thousands of innocents in Afghanistan who are suffering to this day. And there's still hundreds, if not thousands of Americans there. this is people forget this. People forget this. I think that's a very, very fine list, number of things I could add to it, quite frankly. I think if one of our folks gets in there, I might even send them a list. These are good ideas. Why don't you go to the, just thinking of this, go on the social sites, mine, and put together your own lists. Maybe your top five things, the Trump or DeSantis or whomever might win, should we win, would do, or should do, if they come into office the first day. The first day. I personally would pardon hundreds, if not thousands, of individuals who have been unjustly prosecuted by this administration. You know how they give broad pardons and then start signing Documents giving these former felons the right to vote. They just pile up the documents, sign, 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 sign. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. I would also do another thing. I would set up a task force to investigate any and all corruption at the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And you know who I would appoint to run that, Mr. Me. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. laugh I'm I'm thinking of this (laughs) there's no labels group I can't get it out of my head. what's the name of your group we don't have a name we're no labels (laughs) what we're no labels so that's the name of your group no we don't have any any name we're no labels they just said you're no labels exactly exactly we're no labels So you're called no labels. That's right, no labels. No, wait a minute. Do you have like a mailing address or a P.O. bot? What do you have? What do you say? What do you say? No labels? No, we don't have a label. So you're called we don't have a label. No, we're called nothing. We have no labels. No labels. And then... uh, They expect this to be a juggernaut. Everybody's going to vote for it. Where do you stand? Conservative, liberal. Nowhere. What do you mean nowhere? What do I have to tell you? We're no labels. We don't stand for anything. Except no labels. We just want to get along. It's like a Rodney King. We just want to get along. So I should vote for you because you have no labels and you just want to get along? Exactly. Well, what do you stand for? Nothing. Nothing. We have our 30-point agenda. Yes. And what's in that agenda? Nothing. It's common sense. Nothing is common sense. And not only that, we've been out there talking to the people and they agree with us. They agree with what? Nothing. You've talked to the people and they agree on nothing? Exactly. It's common sense. What's common sense? Nothing. They already have 21% of the support they say they might have. Really? From who? We don't know. Why don't you know? Because we know nothing, and we don't label people. Wouldn't this be a great government to have, folks? We want bipartisanship. To do what? Nothing. And we're sick of gridlock. Gridlock on what? Nothing. But the whole Constitution, separation of powers, three branches at each other's throats, even the legislative branch is bicameral. The individuals are elected differently. They have different constituents. The courts are lifetime appointees. President runs, vice president runs for the entire country and so forth. The whole system is set up checks and balances. Then we have the states under the 10th Amendment. The system is built for gridlock. can't get anything done because the framers didn't want you to do a whole lot. In fact, they didn't want you to do a whole lot at the federal level at all. Just the basics. That's why. You understand what I mean? You're obviously a white supremacist. I thought you didn't believe in labels. Except when it comes to white supremacists. That label, we believe in. Well, I don't see how I can vote for you because you're a white supremacist. That's thought you believed in no labels. We do believe in no labels. But I spoke to the folks, common sense, bipartisanship. We believe you're a white supremacist. Now you say no labels. Can we label a man a man based on his genitalia and a woman a woman based on her genitalia? First of all, we don't use the word man and the word woman. Why? No labels. No labels. No labels. Okay. I'm completely confused. Citizens, non-citizens, no labels. Linguini or veal chop. no labels. By the way, what's your name? What do you want it to be? You see how stupid this is? I'm voting for them. Why? They stand for nothing. So basically, they're unprincipled. They have no morality. They have no ethics. They have no substance. You're voting for them because you're voting for their common sense and what they think should be bipartisan. Now, why would you do such a stupid thing? Why would you do such a stupid thing? Now, see, I could interview these people. None of them will come on, but I would interview them. The fact that they call themselves no labels is a label. I'll be right back.
0: Mark The Thunder on the right. Call in now. 877-381-3811.
1: Here's breaking news from just the news. John Solomon, a recently retired FBI supervisory agent, told Congress behind closed doors Monday, today, that the FBI tipped off Joe Biden's team and the Secret Service In late twenty twenty, about a plan to interview Hunter Biden in his criminal tax probe, corroborating allegations from two IRS whistleblowers. If they do not impeach Merrick Garland, I mean you got ISA saying there's not enough there. I don't know why ISA would say that it's so ridiculous. If they don't impeach Garland, then they are basically celebrating his lawlessness. I mean, they're impeached. They impeach Trump at the drop of a hat, criminal investigations, indictments. All right, guys, they're scared to death. The FBI agent who worked alongside the IRS whistleblowers on the Hunter Biden case when he was assigned to the Wilmington Field Office gave his account in a transcribed interview before the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, providing fresh evidence of alleged political interference in the treatment of Joe Biden's son. It's called obstruction of justice. (coughs) He corroborated several aspects of the account IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley and a second agent gave Congress last month, including that law enforcement's plan to conduct a surprise interview In early December 2020 with Hunter Biden about alleged crimes was foiled by the tip-off. The agent, whose name was immediately made public, and he's going public apparently tomorrow or the next day, said the bureau told both Joe Biden's transition office and the Secret Service, creating a tip-off that thwarted the planned interview. The night before the interview of Hunter Biden, Both Secret Service headquarters and the Biden transition team were tipped off about the planned interview, said Comer, chairman of the committee. On the day of the Hunter Biden interview, federal agents were told to stand by and could not approach Hunter Biden. They had to wait for his call. As a result of the change in plans, IRS and FBI criminal investigators never got to interview Hunter Biden as part of the investigation. He was never interviewed. Justice department's efforts to cover up for the bidens reveals a two-tiered system. I wish our guys would stop saying that. You can't have a two-tiered system of justice in a corrupt department of justice. You have no justice. You have cover-up and you have abuse. Well, those are two ti- they're not tiers. In his testimony to the House Ways and Means Committee back in May, Shapley described how the tip-off around December 7th or 8th in 2020 was a major setback for the investigation, one of several instances in which political favoritism and interference occurred. If we ever do get a Republican back in the White House, these guys should be getting the, uh, the Medal of Freedom. I was informed that FBI headquarters had notified... Secret Service headquarters and the transition team about the plan actions. The following day, Shapley testified, hey, Chris Christie. Hindenburg Chris. Should I get back to my old name for him? Which was uh, Krispy Kreme. Hey, Krispy Kreme, Krispy. Christy, uh, this is your buddy was uh, director of the FBI since 2017. He said the, alerted, the alert afforded Hunter Biden and his team an opportunity to obstruct the investigation. Shapley and his IRS colleague are slated to testify in public for the first time Wednesday. That'll be unbelievable. And of course, the Democrats are going to run interference. They're going to run interference. The party of tyranny does that sort of thing. They don't want anything exposed. They're all in on the FBI. The FBI is doing what the Democrat Party wants it to do. So for them, there is no oversight needed. In the interview with Congress on Monday, aid said the retired FBI agent said, bullet, multiple witness interviews were planned in the Biden family probe for December 18, 2020, with he and Shapely assigned to interview Hunter Biden. Bullet, late on December 7, 2020, Shapely and the FBI agent learned that FBI headquarters had notified Secret Service headquarters about the Hunter Biden interview and that the Biden transition team was also notified, contrary to the original investigative plan. Bullet! The next day, the FBI agent and Shapely were instructed not to approach Hunter Biden's house and instead would have until Hunter Biden contact them. An instruction the FBI agent said he had never before gotten Bullet! Hunter Biden never approached them, and the interview never happened. This is all fine by Krispy Kreme Christie. You know, I want him to come on the show, Chris Christie. I really do. I, I also want to offer him a free membership, Mr. Producer and FU Fatties United. He certainly meets the, uh, the requirements, he, he meets the merit system. That is, you're as wide as you are tall. Uh, your arms are like ultra short on your body. You're slobbering all over yourself, uh, even when you're talking. You have a massive head that doesn't really go with your body. And basically, you look like uh, the Michelin thing. What What is that, the Michelin uh, dummy? Michelin man. Except in all honesty, and I mean this truthfully, the Michelin man looks better than Christie. <clears throat> Just saying. You know what Christie looks like? He looks like uh, Ro- Rosie O'Donnell. Am I right? In the right light, they're like identical. Identical. It's going to go in the ring of the UFC uh, in the cage, he says. He's going to kick Trump's ass. That's fascinating. Can you imagine people seeing that? I mean, whatever they did, like, they're going to like throw up whatever they've been eating. The guy, he, you know, he has to come in without a shirt. Uh, he's going to waddle in there. They, they got to find a pair of shorts for him. I guess it'll be custom made. I don't know. Mark, why do you keep criticizing him? Because well, he's a bully. I don't like bullies. I don't like bullies. He's a bully. All right, Mr. Reed, what do you want me to do here? Oh, do I owe you a read? Yes, our friends at Hillsdale. I'll be on Hannity at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, thereabouts. Mr. Remember, Mr. Producer, I was explaining, and I mean this in all sincerity, that uh, the vast majority of drag queens, the men dressed up as women, are pretty fat, aren't they? And they're unattractive, don't you think? I don't mean just as dressed up women, but period. But I think you have to be, but you know, how can I say this? And yet I think Chris Christie would be a good drag queen, don't you? I'm not trying to be rude, but again, just like a member of FU, he fits all the requirements. His size, his big head, his massive lips and ears, all out of proportion. I don't even think he'd have to, how can I say this? I'm trying my best. You know, he wouldn't have to wear fake stuff up top, is what I'm trying to say. You understand what I'm saying? Mr. Producer's laughing. You do understand what I'm saying, all right? It wouldn't take a lot. It wouldn't take a lot. Take like a big tarp, cut a hole in the top, pull it over his head. He could wear that. A little bit of lipstick, high heels. As I say, he doesn't need any stuffing. If you get my drift, and then go out there and talk like he normally does. <laughs> Yes, i want going to be president. I could take I could take Trump to the, the ring after all. God help us. I'll be right back.
0: Love in.
1: You know, uh, Senator Cotton points out that uh, when, on Sunday's show with Shannon Ream on Fox that the Secret Service never interviewed Hunter Biden over the cocaine that was found. Now, the lie is out there because lies constantly surround this family and their supporters that they weren't in the White House. They were in the White House. They left later that evening. So why wouldn't they just interview the guy? The Secret Service has been poisoned like the FBI has been poisoned. They are the tools of the Democrat Party. You're Donald Trump, you jaywalked they're going to throw a 20-year at you. Now, just as a matter of reason, if you're a cop or detective out there, Wouldn't Hunter Biden be the first person you interview? The guy's been a cokehead. He's had great difficulty breaking the habit. They claim he's broken it for a year now, but that doesn't mean he actually has. You're Joe Biden. You're up to this. You're up to your eyeballs in this stuff. You're telling the Secret Service, leave him alone. You're up to your eyeballs in all of it. Because your son is the go between when it comes to all these corrupt deals hiding your money, distributing the money, setting up these phony companies. I don't want to hear five years from now that the New York Times admits that Biden was corrupt and all the rest. You know, enough of that crap. Oh, I'm sorry. We were wrong about the way we covered the Holocaust, meaning they didn't. Oh, yeah, that one came out, but it wasn't even that apologetic. Oh, we're sorry that we were the mouthpiece for Joseph Stalin in America while he was slaughtering Ukrainians. Something the Russians like to do, apparently. I'm sorry we missed that one. Oh, oh, and of course they helped install Fidel Castro in Havana. Oh. Is the New York Times sorry about that? Oh, yes, of course, we're so sorry. And they covered up for Biden with the laptop. And they'll do whatever they have to do. Because they're not a newspaper, they're a corporation. They use... Media-like activities to advance a cause, to advance an ideology. The 1619 Project and the racist hack that came up with it. I skewer her in the new book, by the way. I have more information there on her than you've definitely ever heard. But she's embraced, and her project is in thousands of school districts. Oops, no labels. I'm sorry, she's not a Marxist. She's not a racist. I didn't mean to say that. No label. Not a she. I don't know what the hell she is. It. Whatever. It. It. She. Me. I don't even know what to say anymore, Mr. Producer. I use hand signals now. I use hand signals. So rather than speak, I have my hand, you know, go up and down like it's speaking. You ever try that, Mr. Producer? So If you can't say words, at least maybe people can try and figure out what you're trying to say. So we're running out of ammo. Now, the McGovern wing of the Republican Party blames it on the Ukrainian war. Of course, we didn't run out of ammo when we were fighting in Afghanistan for 21 years, but we're running out of ammo. Why are we running out of ammo? Yes, uh, Chris Christie in the background. I need a tasty cake. All right, Chris, sit down. Frankie, what do you think? Because we haven't manufactured enough. Frankie, I'm going to name you to head the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Folks, we're slashing in key areas in defense spending. We're not spending enough on defense. Why? Because the Democrats and Biden don't want to spend it. And the George McGovern wing of the Republican Party doesn't want to spend it. So we can't get a majority to agree. So what do they do at the White House, Mr. Producer? They blame Trump. Trump did it! Trump! He ran our our ammo low! It's low! Blame it on Trump! Uh... No, I think we'll blame it on Biden. He's a putz. I didn't get the Charles Barkley's audio. You can get it online. Rednecks and a-holes. Don't drink Bud Light. Used to like this guy. He can go to hell. Let him drink all the Bud Light he wants. I don't even drink. But really? Because people don't agree with you? We salute all you heroes out there. Please take a trip over to Amazon.com. It's 40% off. You're going to love this book. And I'll see you on Hannity in about 30 minutes on Fox. God bless each and every one of you.